Welcome to a muzzle chat. Back to back, I have Lime, these women that are Lime Warriors, and I'm so excited because we're finally gaining proper traction, bringing awareness to such a horrific, debilitating, life-threatening disease that is more common than we all know, and it seems to be ramping up. And so even those that aren't necessarily fighting this disease it's it's your future self you got to fight for your future self and your loved ones and we need proper awareness so we can have treatments and preventatives in and all the above tessa here has a crazy story in a battle with lyme she also has a breakthrough story which i'm so anxious to hear the details about because as you'll see for yourself she's glowing she's healthy she's sharp she's she's a warrior and it's just like i'm sitting here i got my notepad ready because leading up to this very episode she's uh, just a wealth like a well of knowledge hope light and i just I'm excited to tap into that. And I guess without further ado, Tessa, welcome to a muzzle chat. How are you doing today? I'm so good. And I've got God chills already like all over me. And so I'm just going to say a prayer if okay. I may to start. Yes. So, um, so, okay. So father God in Jesus name, we come to you and I am so motivated Lord by you, Lord Jesus. It is you who healed me. And I will talk about that openly. And I always, and I, and I have, been more and more. And Lord Jesus, thank you for bringing James and me together via the beautiful Mahala, which I'm sure I'll mention her later in different podcasts. She's one of my patients, um, for those of you who don't know. Um, And it's okay. She's given me permission to say that. So anyway, um, so thank you so much for this beautiful synergistic grouping that is happening, Lord. Thank you so much for James, who is speaking up and out and giving a platform to those of us who have really been just there kind of on the outside edges of the medical world, not really like the weird ones, you know, and now we're gaining more legitimacy because finally people are looking elsewhere and we desperately need answers, Lord. And I feel very strongly that you have put me through a certain level of a fire you put me through lots of fires, Lord. And I know that my story is just minimal in comparison to so many others, I'm sure. But the fires you put me through allowed me to be here today to teach and to tell my story in hopes that somebody out there can find hope, truly, that I was so, so, so sick, Lord. And you know that I was very sick and you carried me through and you taught me things. And now it's come full circle. So Lord Jesus, thank you for this opportunity and may this podcast episode carry to the ears of anyone who needs this and may we be a blessing to anyone out there and may those out there also bless us. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. Beautiful. I am so excited. It's like, where to begin? So, I know. you, You struggle with Lyme. Tell us like, what was your life like before what led up to just just give us whatever crash course you feel like diving into 
Yeah. So firstly, thank you so much for me being here and for your podcast. I love your the name of your podcast. I think it's great. Oh, thank um, you. And like, yeah. And obviously, like I'm kind of unmuzzled myself. Like I've got my straight out of God, God's word. I love it. Um, and I've been canceled a couple times by YouTube. Wow. So you're on you're yeah. on the money. Oh yeah, they came after me during COVID and everything. So wow, whatever. But um, so uh, anyway, well, I so I guess my Lyme story because I have a couple different illness tracks, as everybody mm-hmm. does, I'm sure, in this world. Um, and this chronic illness world, it's in rare, rare cases. Is it just one thing? Right. Typically, it's a host of things because. You know, those of us who have a propensity for Lyme, we have certain genetic predispositions actually that set us up for like holding on to toxins overall. So, um, you know, I, I think that yes, Lyme, we'll talk about Lyme for sure. Cause that was one of my diagnoses, uh, my list of huge diagnoses. I found out about another one no just recently. Yeah. And I could be, I could be entitled to some very large amounts of compensation if I can find the right, uh, lawsuit. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, and actually, it's it's a so it's going to play into my story today. Um, it's called uh, it's called Levaquin poisoning. Wow. About this, yeah, yeah. Is and, it a uh, one, it had to do with a woman's product or? Uh, no, but I did have that too. So I wow. have heart. I have I suspect heart damage because of the birth control pill Yasmin. Wow. Um, but I do have an actual two hospitalizations from antibiotics. Mm. Um. And one of them is called Leviquin. And I just found out that there's like, ma- like it's a major, major, major issue. It's like a bit poisons people and it like causes permanent nerve damage. Like, no, our pharmaceutical yeah. companies wouldn't be doing that. They care about our health. A hundred percent. Not. I know. Yeah. Yeah. You should know what it, that like that. That was a trippy experience. Like I right. took it because I had sinus infection. And of course you like think it's going to help. And then suddenly I was like going into anaphylaxis and I was like, what's happening? Oh, yeah. Wow. And so, yeah, but I'll, I'll get there. That's actually, that's actually the the night that I believe my Lyme disease exploded in my body. Mm. So I'll get there. It's really important. So I, um, I grew up, my, I actually acquired Lyme disease when I was eight most likely. And it's in a very odd fashion. It's very almost like biblical genealogical curses, like familial curse kind of line. Like we were in France and, uh, my mom was truffle hunting for those mushroom, those truffle mushrooms. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. And so I was there and we were supposed to, so we were in the South of France and back in the day, like you would take what's called a couchette, which is a sleeper train. I speak French and Spanish by the way, but like, so I, yeah, so like you, you you go up from the south up into Paris on a sleeper train, and it takes like an eight hour, eight hours, eight nine hours, but you sleep on that train overnight. Now she went on the hike to get truffle mushrooms that morning, fell down a hill because she's super clumsy. I love you, mom, but you know that you have like the worst balance in the world. And she, I love my mom so much now, but she was she like she has terrible balance. She fell down a hill. And we had to jump on the plane or we had to jump on the train that day. So she didn't have a chance to like, she didn't go home and shower or anything. She just like, you know, got dressed. We went on the train. We got, we went to sleep. We got on the airplane the next morning. And like, I remember this very well. And I'm sitting in my seat and like, then suddenly like all of these stewardesses come like running up the aisle 
And they were French from TWA, if you guys remember that airline. It's like mm. old, old TWA airlines. Anyway, they were um, they had a Paris to New York flight that was we always would take. I went to France a couple times back then, but like uh, they come running up to me and they were like, "Your mom, like your mom, your mom, your mom." She's in the bathroom, and I was like, "Yeah, I know." And they're like, "You need to come with us right now." And I'm like, "Okay, like what's going on?" And so then like she pulls off her shirt. And she had 40, notice the number 40, but she had 40 ticks on her back. Oh my gosh. And so it's like she, horror film status. <laughs> it was, I remember what it looked like. I remember a vision of her like back because then I was the one who had to pick them off. Mm. So they went and they got a bunch of the mini vodka bottles from the mini bar and they started pouring it. I had to start pouring it over my mom's body and then plucking off the ticks with wow. these little tweets. And I remember the tick. I was picking it. And then, like, I remember my mom saying, like, you need to make sure you get the whole bot." Like, she was right. really freaked out. Right. You know? And I didn't really understand at the time because I was eight. Um, and then I didn't really understand what was going on. And then she was freaking out. And then, like, one of them fell on my hand, like, right here. Mm-hmm. And I remember it. And I remember looking at it and I was like, that's not good. Like, I remember being like, that's not good. Um, now, simultaneous to this, like, I have a lot of excessive amounts of, like, capital T trauma in my past. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I don't know if you guys have heard of the ACEs childhood study. Have you heard of the ACEs childhood study? Um, it's not, it's not pulling up, but I have Lyme brain. So, oh, yeah. tell us about it. it. It's okay. <laughs> It's okay. I know. Oh, I wish I could just like, Oh, <laughs> I that and I, I honestly, James, like it, it'll come back. My brain was gone right. and I went from being so intelligent to mm-hmm. like, it's the most, it's, like, it's the most basic things, you know, like movie, even titles or uh, music. A lot of people are like, what's your favorite music? And it's just like, uh, just name one freaking band. And it's like, I got these lists. I know all these titles and names, but it just doesn't, uh, it's, it's just not normal. It's abnormal. Right. A hundred percent. And that's what, that's what the current, I think COVID, uh, or the current little, um, virus that everyone's getting sick with right now, including me and mom, we both got it. There's so Um, many connections. Well, it's caught. It is, it is a biotoxin. My professor's lab has already, uh, proven that we'll get there in other podcast episodes. But, um, I, um, so I, I basically, you know, I, I have looking back, cause of course, when you have chronic illness, those of you out there who understand, will understand you spend inordinate amounts of time, like going over your life and trying to put all the puzzle pieces together and figure out how everything got to where you are. Right. And so like, like I can look back in my life now and be like, okay, was it the capital T trauma? Was it the Lyme? Why yes. did I have all weird anxieties? Like, and it's, it goes, it's like, I can't extract them from right. each other. And, and you'll find out that like, and you, I'm sure, you know, like they, they go like this. So it's you all can't intertwined. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. You can't, you can't like with my patients, I don't just work on the physical things. Like we do a lot of like somatic trauma reprocessing and that kind of stuff as well, because like, even just the the traumas that are produced by going through chronic illness, you have to rewire your brain back to safety after that too. Anyway, that's a whole different discussion, but right. like I, I was very 
anxious as a child. I started having panic attacks when I was like nine. I distinctly remember Mm. like crippling anxiety, like where I couldn't, I was like always feeling like I had shortness of breath and like I, there was not oxygen in the room. And again, it's like, did I have panic attacks? Cause I was like going through horrific trauma mm-hmm. or did I also have these panic attacks because of the Lyme that was already in my system or is it, and then my brain always goes like this. Cause like, this is another thing that a lot of people don't know about is like the genetic predispositions mm. that actually set you up for holding on. And I like to say holding on to Lyme right? because you know, there are certain individuals, about 25% actually of the world population have a certain genetic allele um, that sets them up to be, uh, they'll, they'll, they'll get, if they get a biotoxin, they will most likely develop something called SIRS, which is chronic inflammatory response syndrome. Mm. Um, but that's all genetically driven. So I, I already had those in my system. So I'm like, okay, I already was MTHFR compound heterozygous. If you haven't heard of MTHFR, we're going to get there. It's a really deep dive, very nerdy. Um, and I also uh, now know that I had HLADR. I'm positive for that allele as well. Um, wow. And so I was like, yeah. So <laughs> well, it's interesting. Lyme has been attributed to being the root of three over 300 other illnesses, right? So it's it's but, it's important that we like get to the bottom of a lot of the things that are ailing us obviously to to ensure quality of health and and I know like fast forward when we really get to like what you're providing service wise for clients and then the team of doctors you have or you know surrounding yourself with and just these experts like it 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 just seems like this this uh connection didn't happen by just incident coincident you know like it there's there's more to it and i'm really excited yes i'm really excited to get to that point but i really like what you're touching on because it it, it, to a degree it's irrelevant as to yeah the intertwining or whatnot but you're touching that undoubtedly as you've gotten to know the disease futuristically kind of similar i'm speaking and you could correct me if i'm wrong on any of this but a lot of it resonates with me where it was like it wasn't until I found out I had Lyme and this and that, and I was diving in. And undoubtedly, there was that capital T traumas and things like that intertwining throughout my life to magnifying everything my body was fighting as well. And uh, so undoubtedly, it had an impact. So you fast forward for you, uh, things got harder at one point and led to your diagnosis. To say the least, you laugh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was a long road. Right. So it was like, yeah, I just have to laugh because like, I mean, that's really all I can do at this point because like, yeah. you know, um, those of us who have chronic illness, it's sometimes I, I feel like we're cockroaches, you know what I mean? Like, and I have so many patients who like, we're just like constantly, we're so scrappy, you know what I mean? Mm. Like, we're just so crappy and like anywho yeah I you know when I like my symptoms really I mean again in high school I had a lot of addiction issues and like so again going back to like methylation issues right like methylation issues underlie addiction so like if I had known about that Mm. maybe I wouldn't you know so I had a lot of addiction issues in my upbringing. Um, I'm 16 years sober now, so yay. Um, But I was like really a hardcore cocaine addict and alcoholic. 
Yeah. And I also struggled really heavily with eating disorders. So like lots, like I was hospitalized for anorexia and, um, yeah. And so then I, um, and I was put on hardcore antidepressants and, uh, those also messed up my brain in a big way. I later found out. Um, and then, but then the, you know, the big thing that happened and I actually just recently found out that it's actually another, (laughs) I was like, wow, man, like the, 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 the enemy really did try to take me out in a lot of different ways. And this is just a new one I found out about. So back in my twenties when I had just, I had just gotten sober. Um, and I was like, I think it, it had to have been somewhere between like three to six months straight out of rehab. Right. And, um, I had been a cocaine addict, so my sinuses were all jacked up and I got a really bad sinus infection and I went and I got prescribed Leviquin, which is this antibiotic. And I didn't really know anything at the time about this kind of stuff, but like I knew that I didn't really want to be using a lot of drugs because I just got out of rehab, right? So I was like, I don't really want to be on drugs or pharmaceuticals or whatever. And so then I went to the hospital, uh, got my Leviquin. Um, they, I went home. Um, and then like, I was laying on the couch with my then boyfriend and like, it's such an uncomfortable, really scary situation. And I'm sure people who have had this happen to them can attest that when you like take a substance and then it's like in your body and there's like nothing you can do about it. And then it's having a reaction. It's really scary. And mm. so like I had taken this drug and then I'm laying there and then suddenly it was like my hands were itching like really bad. And I'm like, this is weird. And I could see like red shoots, like going up into my hand. Mm. And I was like, this is like, like, like my blood vessels were like inflaming and I'm like, what's going on? And my feet started to itch. And then I looked in the mirror and I saw these red lines like coming up my neck and I was like starting to itch my neck. And then that's when I looked at the back of the bottle and it was like, if you have itching, get to the ER immediately. And I was like, Oh shoot. So like we went to the ER and I walked in and I was like, Hey, I, and my neck was turning bright red. And I was like, uh, I think I'm having an allergic reaction to a medication. And they threw me into the back so fast. They jabbed me with it, like a ton of drugs that mm. my body wasn't used to. So they gave me Benadryl, Zantac and Prendazone and an IV drip. And I'm like 112 pounds. And then I was like, my boyfriend at the time was like itching the bottom of my feet. I was in like a, a gurney. Right. And he's like itching my feet. And I then vomited everywhere and I was puking everywhere because it felt terrible. And then they tried to offer me an anti-nausea medication. I denied it, but I have always, always. And I didn't even know about the Leviquin like poisoning until like five days ago. Mm. I knew that there was a problem with it, obviously, because it messed up my body, but I didn't know about like the lawsuits that are associated with this thing until like five days ago. Oh, another wow. God. Yeah. Another God meeting with a physician next to me who was working out next to me at the gym. Wow. It was so beautiful. Yeah. And then he informed me about this. He was a victim of it. And then I was like, wait, I took that drug and I was hospitalized for it. And he's like, well, there you go. I'm like, oh, another thing. Yeah. But I've always told people it was that day. And after that day, I stopped being able to digest food. Like it was like done. I went to California pizza kitchen with my boyfriend. I couldn't digest anything. We, I got the same food I usually get. It went into my stomach and it felt like there was cement. And I was like, oh. and that's like, it, that was in my early twenties, like probably 2021. 20, mm. Um, 
And so then I just, my health just went, Right. I'm talking about like, it just plummeted. Like addictions came back. Like I was like going back down eating disorder road. Like I was like anxiety, like couldn't leave my home, like having like serious agoraphobia, mm. like just and like losing weight, losing hair. I mean, pain. And then, and then it was just like, things just really went. Woof. I mean, I, I don't even know honestly where to begin with my symptoms. Uh, it's but, my heart goes it. out to you real quick on, I mean, it's, it's interesting. Life obviously could be challenging enough, like on its own. And there could be certain life experiences that could happen that just sends people on these spirals. It obviously goes without saying how magnified and who's to say as to how magnified, but undoubtedly there's a magnification as to someone with Lyme and inflammation throughout the body, maybe even some cognitive, the way it impacts the brain. I mean, I truly feel so much as to like real depression and uh, even like mental disorders, so much of it, it's like, wow, yeah, sure, we could call it a and classify it as a mental disorder, but what really, so much of it at the root of it is like nutrition deficiencies or parasitical or some, it's either some toxins or the lack of like health, right? And when you can put this back in, there's a level of, whoa, these things go away, like, like with certain levels of supplements and certain treatments, even for myself, the depression gone, you know, so many of even these big traumas is like, I seek a uh, closeness to our savior, Jesus Christ and our creator. Like he just miracles take place. And I'm just healed of these big PT past traumas. They're just gone. So it there's, and, and that's why I think healing is like this big circle. We, we try to encompass like all aspects and all all angles but um so my heart goes out to you you know so just to touch on that because well, obviously let's like, just touch on that real quick yes um and so my opinion because i struggled with like a lot of mental health issues like i'll be honest like i was diagnosed with like bipolar major depressive disorder um i had serious like I, I struggled with anxiety since I was nine. Like mm. I told you, like debilitating anxiety, like anxiety to where I couldn't leave my house, panic attacks every single morning. I'm talking about like, it was excessive amounts of mental illness. Mm. And like, it's like rarely there. And if I have anxiety anymore, cause I still, I mean, I'm a human, it comes on, but it feels like I have, a certain level of resiliency and ability to just like move past things um, wow. with the combination, of, like the diet changes and like the, the nutraceuticals that I employ. My, my opinion on supplements is extremely negative. I do not load up my patients with a ton of supplements. Right. There are supplements that we need, but like, you know, anywho, that's another discussion, but I really, honestly, there's a whole new field emerging. Yeah called meta, meta, uh, metabolic psychology and psychiatry. And mm. it's actually the woman who's really leading it is Dr. Georgia Ede out of Harvard. <laughs> and she is a huge component of the carnivore diet, which is what I'm a big, big, big proponent of. In fact, we're going to be talking about that. Okay. I, on 
Okay. Because like it's it, in my opinion, it gives me chills. It is God's perfect pr- provision. First of all, ruminant red meat is God's perfect provision for humans. Mm. Um, and it, there's science behind that. So, yeah. uh, you know, I, I, I no longer, and this is going to be really controversial because everyone says like mental health matters. Yes. A hundred percent mental health matters. I a hundred percent agree. However, we are, and I believe it's the enemy acting as he does, which yeah. is as an angel of light. Yeah. And in like, let's just focus all of this attention on mental health. Okay. And like, right. let's just focus all of this attention on mental health. And like, let's just see what that's done to our society. It has softened us. Yes. And softened victimizes. Yeah. And it's also, it's like, it's like, okay, there's always a time and place for like emotional processing, but like move the F on sometimes. Okay. And like, you really do have to be like, like, trust me. And I'm going to be very blunt here. Mm. Okay. So maybe just, I'm anybody like this could be a trigger, whatever, get over it. I'm sorry, but like deal with your own stuff. So anywho, sorry, I can be kind of harsh, but like I, I have been molested. I have been raped. I have been date raped. I have been physically abused, like emotionally abused, sexually abused. I dated a guy who was in the cartel, like just so he, he, wow. he, he was, he was the ex boss in the cartel. Like he was a, like a dude who like with money and guns and I dated him and he was abusive in every single way. And like, and, and yes, do some of those things affect me? Absolutely. Do I still, every now and then I'll have like, I'll see like a white truck and I'm like, Oh shoot, is that Andrew? And like, I'll feel like a, um, like a nervousness, like, Oh gosh, like, but, but, but because of the state of my body, Mm. And the state of like my nervous system, mm. my ability to like not let those things affect me and just function is that piece alone is like one of the most incredible things about this healing journey that I've been on. Because like even through a lot of the stressors that I have had in the past, even just like four or five years, because Long story short, when you guys check out my social media, you'll see I built up a really successful platform until like 2000, roughly like 20. And I moved to Texas and unfortunately got involved with like two guys who were extremely dangerous and bad. Um, And so one of them actually tried to kill me. Um, And then he killed somebody three weeks later. So yeah, and actually somebody did die at his hand three weeks later. It's a wild story. Um, But my whole point being is not like, the whole thing is, is like I, I took, obviously you'll see a large break in my social media. Like she was making tons of videos and then she just like disappeared. I was with those guys um, doing dumb, just bad relationship choices, right. bad relationship choices. Um, I was just ready to be a wife, honestly. And I was just like ready to like be the wife. And I just gave it up for the wrong guys, honestly. Um, uh-huh. Anywho, but yeah, but what I'm trying to like, even, even through like the stress of moving to Arizona, which is I had to move to Arizona to get a, like, I had to come to a new safe environment. Let me just put it that way. Um, I needed to come to a place of safety for certain reasons in Texas. Um, and so, uh, things were getting really bad in my relationship. So I had to leave. And so I, uh, and they were not going to get any better if I stayed. So my therapist and I actually both mutually decided for me to leave the state. Um, so it was a big thing and it was like, it was epically stressful. It was epically stressful, but the Lord called me like the Lord was like, you're going like, this is, 
And the way he got me out of my relationship is a story for another time. And it's beautiful. And clearly yes. he's been pursuing you. And I want to take a moment to, to, to just, wow. Like commend you on your bravery, your transparency, your vulnerability with your story and just everything you're sharing. You resonated it's with me. To talk about because like I've never talked, I haven't actually talked about this, like actually like, like on a platform before because okay. like it's very, so like I, um, well, you're resonating with and, folks. Let me just say real quick to like the men who were there. Um, I have no animosity towards you and I have forgiven you and my prayers to you both are that you are living a healthy life. And actually this is a story for another time, but the man who was in the cartel ended up getting baptized plain clothes at church after I left him oh, wow. like four months later. So I don't know. Jesus works in every possible way, but right. he followed me to church to watch me like, cause he was like really obsessive and like, he wanted to like make sure that I was like doing the right things and like staying mm -hmm. in line. Right. And then like I left him in January last year and then he got baptized in April and it's wild. So who knows? Jesus works in amazing ways, yeah. but you know, anyway, that's just a little caveat. I have no animosity towards you both. And you know, I, anyway, I just wanted to say that. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's wild. Cause you just touch on so much like the, the triggering and the anxiety and so much of this, like, yeah, it's not at a natural level and that can send you down all sorts of spirals and just, wildly like out of control I, it's a wonder how we even made it out of the wilderness to be honest and it is through god's grace and his love and direction and aligning exactly what it took to get us through and then get us out it just there was a level of like i don't know maturing within our own selves that wants to pursue him or wants it sees past like some people, it does take a sense of like rock bottom to even care as to the why we're here, right? Uh, versus just living selfishly, self, you know, self-centered like, and, but that just shifts everything because we're all visiting here and I love diving into the why and it helps, it helps bring even enjoyment to the struggle, you know, <laughs> clarity. Oh, for sure. So and, I, I know your time. Oh, go, go ahead. Just because we're like, yeah, I was going to say, just because we're coming to the end of that, like kind of like intro. Um, I just wanted to say like the main things that I want to convey to your viewers was just this little kind of like intro. Cause I guess we're just doing like, kind of like, it's like a teaser, I guess we're doing like a teaser episode. Yes. Um, like the main things I want to convey to your viewers right away is that I was very much so at rock bottom. So like, long story short and we'll get deeper into it because like you said this is just kind of like we're just doing like a little teaser like um i lost all my hair i had bell's palsy i couldn't breathe i got down to 89 pounds i couldn't keep weight on wow. i couldn't digest wow. anything i had SIBO, uh heavy metal toxicity from improperly removed fillings so i also had mercury in my brain wow. um i wow. had diagnosis of parasites giardia um uh such debilitating tightness and pain feeling like I was made of glass or wood, just bone, like brittle. Um, I mean, brain fog, don't even get on the current Ugh. cognitive stuff. Couldn't think, couldn't think, couldn't, um, control my brain. Couldn't put the, like thoughts together, just wander. Like 
lost my ability to think clearly. Um, I mean, the, the list, I, wow. It's just like but so, you're back. So and you're, but but not only are you is, back, you're thriving and helping people. But that's God. And like 100%, what I really want to end this podcast with is like, y'all, and I'm not, I told you this last night, like I'm not trying to, I'm not bragging about myself. I'm really trying to, with this next statement, convey to your viewers the resiliency of the human spirit and body that you can also do this. Like yesterday, I'm a competitive pole dancer, a competitive aerialist. So there is a such thing as competitive pole dancing. Um, it's an international sport and I'm competing in LA March 17th, by the way, you guys, uh, for the level four championship. So it's very advanced and very technical. Mm. Wow. But now mind you, I used to not be able to get out of bed with like, there were days when I would be like, I couldn't even like get off the floor. I had no energy in my cells. I couldn't move my body. I'm sure you like understood that you, you get that. Like you literally just come flat on the floor. You can't move. It ain't happening. There's no energy in your cells. That used I used to have days like that often. Yeah. Often. And yesterday I worked out for like six hours and I'm fine. Wow. Like I have a little bit of soreness in my left shoulder just because like I tore my pec two years ago. So like I kind of, I have a little bit of tightness in my shoulder, but like I'm good and I feel great. And I, my brain is on fire and like this is so, there's so much hope. And like, even if you feel debilitated AF, like with the right, with the right components, God created the perfect system and you can heal yourself from the inside out. A hundred percent, hundred percent living testament, right? And like so many of us out there like that. So it's, you can totally do it too. I love that message, Tessa. It's, it's wild because so many folks when 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 i don't know they're trying to advocate for one of their loved ones and their intentions undoubtedly are pure and they want to support them and whatnot they they can't help but to do comparisons like and comparisons like kill it's terrible it's not good because it isn't a competition right like and especially when you're debilitated to a point like yeah your cells like you yourself can't function but your family members trying to point out well at least you're not like that gentleman that lost his legs and you know all these things it's just like it, it you know so you touch on so much like from yeah depression eating disorders drugs and alcohol uh, bad relationships traumas bio warfare uh diseases um in the body yet there's still hope so i'm not bringing it up as a comparison you clearly oh my gosh even the horrific horrific sexual encounters and rape my gosh that there's a part as a man it boils my blood it's upsetting i know i even need to work on that side of sin within me but you got to hand it over to God because he's obviously the perfect. He's going to handle things perfectly, right? But the fact you've dealt with so much and you're now just living such uh, just emotionally charged spiritual life, helping others like that is very inspirational and humbling. <laughs> I'm, I'm so excited to get more of the specifics because you really uh you've now taken yourself to school you've educated yourself you 
like so what what just as a as a to close like in closing what what are some of the things you're doing and providing like um or education now you you have that yeah like well real fast i do have to I do have to go in just a moment because I have a patient actually. Okay. okay. Yes. <laughs> but real quick, really quick. I do want, you can cut that part out by the way. I just do have to like go in just a second, but yeah. let me, um, let me just quickly say, so like, so now I, so I do, I do, I, I, well, long story short, this is a very long story short. God placed me in a program with the world's leading expert in Lyme disease. And one of them, one of them, his name is Andrew, Dr. Andrew Heyman. And he designed the program at George Washington University's med school in Washington, D.C. And it's one of like, to my knowledge, two programs in the entire country like it. So I was extremely blessed to learn from the man whose journal articles I actually read when I was studying for my own illness. And I was trying to research my own stuff. And then suddenly he was my professor. So it's amazing. Um, Yeah, he's incredible. And uh, his research and his work is wonderful. And Um, so then I, so I work with patients and I basically like, I create care plans around every single area that, that encompasses a human psychological, mental, emotional, spiritual, and physical. Perfect. And I I create care plans around all of those areas because that's what it really takes to overcome all of the things. Right. So I'm going to get into all of that. Let's do that. I'm, I'm excited to have you back, Tess, and really do that deep dive. I appreciate you taking the, the quick the quick little window you had. I'm sure you could send me some links. So yeah. uh, listeners, be sure to look into the comments. You could check out some of the links to the information in her content. Um, yeah, I'll send you I'll send you like my social media. I'll send you some basic information on biotoxin illness okay. and uh, yeah, yeah. On yep. behalf of the Lyme community, we appreciate you. Keep up the good work. Look forward to having you back, Tessa. Uh, God bless. Have a wonderful day. Till next time. Thank you, James.